0: but I've never had a
1: Nah, nah so a Jersey, Jersey burger, burger is one of the best inventions ever made. First of all, you call it Taylor ham or pork roll?
0: I am a Taylor ham. All right. I'm, I'm so
1: for for, your, for you, I'll call it Taylor ham but it's oh, pork I roll. Oh, I appreciate that, man. So I, I really
0: appreciate that. You get
1: a burger, you get a nice nice medium rare nice fat patty. Okay. Put it on the bottom bun. Get an egg, fry that egg, flip it over, get that yolk nice and moist. Put that on top of the patty. Get a little pork roll slice on there, maybe two if you're feeling a little frisky. And a slice of cheese on top. Top bun, mmm, Jersey Burger.
0: I need to try that. It's on the bucket list now for sure.
1: Listen, when I tell you it's one of the best things I've ever eaten or had the...
0: Well, I guess. Where did that invention come from? Did you make it up? Did you hear it from someone? No, it's a, it's
1: a, it's a thing. It's, a oh, it's thing. an they, they thing. They have it in restaurants I've been to. No I mean, way. I went to this restaurant up around, uh, I think it was around Jackson, the, around the Jackson Islands, like 30 minutes up north. Okay, yeah. And uh, they have the Jersey Burger up there. It was my first time having it. Absolutely life-changing. Life-changing. Eye-opening, if you will. Just did that. Uh, embarrassed me and my family in front of the neighbors for a bit because, you know, <laughs> I don't really got rhythm like that. And I'm dancing to the music we got playing. It was a sight to see, Chris.
0: Hey, man. As long as you enjoyed yourself, that's the, yeah. whole, that's the whole thing about it.
1: And then I decided to, you know, roll up the sleeves, get the elbow grease going, built me a shed. A shed? Built me a shed.
0: Okay, and well.
1: It's not like I, you like... know, hammered in the wood or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a plastic own, shed. Classic Plastic shed, put in the nails myself, screwed them all in, you know, complained to my mom long, a little bit. How long
0: did that take?
1: <laughs> Enough. Yeah, I, I got moment. it done is what matters. That's true. I got it done before sunset, so. After that, was going to run to Target by a disposable camera. I ended up picking up just fireworks.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> Don't know oh, how so that happened. F- fireworks came from Target.
1: Yeah, fireworks came from Target. Didn't know they sold them in uh, Target. If we didn't do that, somebody had the terrible idea of going to PA and getting real fireworks. So and I, 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 I immediately see. shot that down because we were doing it right in the middle of my neighborhood street, and I said, nope, <laughs> I'm not lighting off no you know. Disneyland, uh, Magic Kingdom fireworks. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> I actually did one of those before. I actually went out to PA. I got a couple fireworks for the 4th of July. It was actually last year. Man, those were... Um, those I, are... I, I didn't do it in, in, in front of my street. I, had to, I went to the park because it's, it's too much.
1: Yeah, you know, setting those down, lighting them, and then running about 100 feet away because I'm terrified to. is something I may have to do at one point in my life, but not yesterday at least. Yeah. Yesterday was calm. Got a few fireworks, lit them off. Um, it was fun, funny for a little bit there. Met with the boys, watched the Yankee game. I'm a Phillies fan at heart, so didn't really care for the Yanks, but uh still Yankees fun. Play? They played the Mariners yesterday. Oh, Seattle? Yeah, so they were over in Washington. Okay. So it was a fun game. I don't even know if they lost. I really hope they did. Hate the Yanks. <laughs> um, any Yankees fans out there, sorry about that. You know, roll Philly, World, World Series team. It's a shame y'all got swept 4-0 <laughs> by the Astros, but it happens. It's going
0: uh. crazy at all the Yankees fans. listening. man, right? like, <laughs> I'm sorry if you're. Yanke- I know, I know. There's definitely Yankees fans listening but-
1: but, oh, my God.
0: And then we have uh, a couple Baltimore Orioles fans as well.
1: Hey, you know what? I like the Oriole colors. So I'm down to be a part-time Orioles fan. I'm actually a part-time Braves fan because uh, if many people don't know what I look like, you can find us on our website at 1077thebronc.com. You can find me on the staff page. Name's Owen McCarron. I got a nice mustache. And uh, Spencer Strider, that's yeah. my guy. He's got a nice bushy mustache. He's, uh, he's got 100Ks this season already for the Braves. <laughs> That's my guy. I'm not saying, you know, I used to pitch like him, but uh, back in my prime.
0: Hey, hey you look like him. Are back, he, yeah. Hey, hey, let's reword it. He looks like you on nah, the top.
1: That's what we're saying. Back he in my prime, like I threw you. gems, you yeah. know, just seven-inning gems, you know, zero ERA, 100 innings pitched, 90 Ks, a bit of a stud if you ask me.
0: Yeah, it's, it's incredible, man. And
1: trust me, I didn't I didn't make up those stats on the spot just now. <laughs> And thank God the umpires have showed up so we can actually talk baseball. now.
0: <laughs> yeah, now we have all the Cardinals up on the mound, and we have the Huskies swinging the bats. But really quick, what I did more of the weekend? Fun fact that you actually said that. People say I look like Jason Tatum. Really? I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see it. I, I,
1: no. Yeah. You know what? I do see it. You do. I do see I think it. Jason Tatum. If I grew my Tatum. hair out a little more, a little maybe. bit. A little bit. But did you watch know, the game? I did. They, they, Celtics yeah. fan?
0: No, I'm a Knicks fan. Okay. So how did you feel about it? Uh, I mean, I was rooting for the Celtics, I should say, because the Heat just beat the Knicks. It's weird, because the Celtics are in my division, too. I mean, but Taylor Brown and Tatum are a good players, so it's pretty yeah. cool. But, uh, yeah, and I, it would have been crazy if the Celtics were able to finish this Yeah,
1: I was rooting for Celtics history, too. I mean, yeah. I can't lie. My friends wanted to go out and watch it. I said, honestly, I'm not really a huge basketball guy. I said, I would probably just go to eat, but, uh, you know, it, it sucks. I would have liked to see that happen, because yeah. a big Irish guy as well, so... Celtics, you know Notre Dame, any of those Irish teams, oh, yeah. love them. Those yeah. are my guys over there. But uh, have we done lineups
0: yet? We have not. All right, so we'll 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 quit the talking for now and go to the lineup for the Cardinals. The Cardinals have the typical lineup on the field. They have uh, Kellen Moore on the mound, Drew Dopkins over behind the plate, Aiden Crowley at first base, Robert uh, uh, Riley Rivera over at second base, Robert Kelly at short, Dendriss at third, Ben Pollux over at left field. Giovanni Brogos at center field and Teak Totos at right field. And for your Huskies, the lineup will go as such. At center field and batting first is Jack Sassa. Andrew GENDY is playing third base, batting second. Joey Bandon is at the catcher position. Sean Hart is at left field. Sal Cassano is at first base. Brian McCartan is uh, DHing for the pitcher, Brandon Falco. Mark Kovac is at right field. Chris Galasco is at shortstop. And finishing it off for the Huskies is Eric Friedman over at second base. But Kellen Moore is getting ready to throw the first pitch of the afternoon. And it is in the zone for a strike. I'm not going to lie, that one seemed a little low.
1: But, I thought so too.
0: But it is a strike, so I guess Owens now. Starting off his little uh, adjustments for this um strike zone. Second pitch is swung on into chopper to shortstop to Robert Kelly. It's, he picks it up. Uh, you know what? It works. Yeah, a throw that was <laughs> to the ground, but luckily it was just a one hopper, and Aiden Crowley was able to just catch that off the turf. So it's six three the first out of the inning
1: yeah you know what as a first baseman a a decent one hop like that you know it isn't really too intimidating it's not too hard to field although the throw was very surprising um i guarantee nobody was expecting that but it was on the run so at least it was still straight at the first base he didn't tear him off the bag or anything
0: yeah i mean that definitely was uh, a throw not anticipated by anyone watching usually by robert kelly but uh yeah like you said i mean especially on the turf it's usually just a little simple one hopper for crowley but now the first pitch in this at-bat by Kellen was a ball. The next one that we just saw is in the zone for a strike, so the count is now even at 1-1. One and one. Up at the plate for the Huskies is a third baseman, Andrew Jendi. He is not a, gen- not a Jedi, it's just Jendi. It's pretty corny of a joke. Next one is a chopper down at third base to Dan Trisga. He throws it over to Aiden Crowley for a 5-3, second out of the inning.
1: Yeah, so, you know, this is the pace of the game we were talking about where the offense, you know, they'll come up. They may go down one, two, three. It's going to be very hard to get some good hits off these two very talented pitchers. And one thing that we notice about the teams who do, you know, sadly have to face off against, you know, our stud, Kellen Moore, our ace, if you will, is, you know, they do really struggle to get that ball, you know, up in the air instead of off the ground. He's got really good location, and that velocity will just, it'll always be in his back pocket as, you know, that kind of, uh, I guess, you know, step ahead of this offensive team right here.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely seemed like that. Like they were, is definitely ahead of the of the, the batters in the batter's box. But uh, I guess I mean, should be able to continue this all day. And that pace is definitely continue there with the this pitch being a strike. So the count is even at one and one, and up at the plate is the catcher Joey Bandon. But, Yeah, if this. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I remember like when I used to play. You see a pitcher whose velocity you're not used to because they're pitching a lot faster. You do run into a few kids like that, depending on how big the school is. You know, I try to make my swing a lot shorter, which actually ends up, you know, making my swing faster by being early to the ball. So you see a lot of balls today potentially being pulled down to the shortstop or third baseman there, and you know, back to back, we have seen that yeah. just now—one to Kelly and one to uh, Drizga as well.
0: So, you know, Owen, I would say your uh, assumptions are becoming true. Oh, a beautiful offseason pitch, and that is becoming true with a 1-2-3 inning by there Kellen it is. Moore. Beautiful curve ball.
1: That's that type of curve you got to just lay a bat out on. I mean, Kellen Moore threw an absolute dime of a pitch just now. That ball started way outside the zone, had the perfect amount of spin on it. That was almost dead middle of the zone there. I mean, yeah. he's got to put a bat on that.
0: Yeah, that was definitely a perfect ball by Moore, but the Cardinals put the Huskies down 1-2-3 in the top of the first, but we will now enter the bottom of the first here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Lawrence
2: High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork chops' sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst. With their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops Barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza Ewing.
3: It's baseball season. Tune into 1077 The Bronx Retro. To hear me, first baseman TJ Neiman, play select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC2, listen online at 1077thebronx.com.
0: Welcome back to Cardinals baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Chris DePonte here with Owen McCarron. And we now enter the bottom of the first inning as the Cardinals were able to put down the Huskies 1 2 3 in the top of the first. So now. uh, Cardinals obviously going to try to avoid the same thing here and try to put up three runs up on the board or, you know, anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen them come out hot uh, a couple games in a row there. They love putting up those first inning runs, sets the tone for the game, um, sets the tone for, you know, also your pitcher to come back out, do a really good shutdown job. Uh, Really good stuff by Kellen Moore there. Again, you know, making them go up one, two, three, and then down just like that. Um, so hopefully we're going to see Gio Brogo get on one here, just get into one, get this inning started strong for the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, and your order for the Lawrence Cardinals here today, starting it off is the center fielder Giovanni Brogo Then DHing for Aiden Crowley is Deacon Moore. Then batting third at shortstop is Robert Kelly. And the cleanup spot is right fielder Teak Toto. Kellen Moore, the pitcher, is batting fifth. Then we have Riley Rivera over at second base, batting sixth. Dan Driska is in the seven hole at third base. Drew Dobkins batting eight over at catcher. And rounding it off for the Cardinals is the left fielder, Ben Pollock so you know we've seen this lineup uh, a lot throughout the season and we're seeing uh, coach Mayer make a, a move with Aiden Crowley as he has struggled the last couple games in the batter's box yeah. so gonna put more in Moore's obviously had a great year so far uh, especially as a freshman so uh we've seen him hit for Pollock a lot this year but today they're switching up with Crowley but now Brogo stepping into the batter's box to face Brandon Falco and Falco for the first pitch is in the zone for Dang. a strike. Yeah, that was uh, that I just, is just the speed of Falco there. So definitely a pitching duel that we expected to see today. That next pitch is too fast for the catcher himself, and it goes behind him, but it was outside either way, so the count is now 1-1. One one. Yeah, I'm
1: looking at his release here. I mean, Falco gets low. He gets tight with his body. Everything's very just... And he whips that arm around. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's like in the middle of a sidearm and a regular, I guess you would say, type of thrown ball. It's a little bit awkward, but the next pitch by Falco, was in the zone for a strike. So the count is now 1-2 and two against Brogol. And the Cardinals' dugout is loud, what we expected to see. Ah, oh, Brogol swings at a pitch too high. Oh, my God. I mean, this kid is chucking right now. So Brogol strikes out there four pitches, and I mean, like I said, something we expected to see today with Falco, but we'll see a Deacon Moore now over at the plate, the DH for the Cardinals.
1: I mean, you know, there's a reason that he's got one of the best averages on the team. You know, he's a very young guy, um, but obviously he's had his experience in the younger leagues. Um, he knows what he's doing at the plate. He's always got a very good approach to just get the bat out there, you know, get a bat on the ball, get it to the next guy.
0: Yeah, so he watches... Second pitch out of the zone, so the count is even at 1 1. Now it's 2 1 with a Ooh. pitch, 2 inside. That one did look like it was in. And that one looked good for Falco. Then we have the Cardinals dugout, being loud. Next pitch in by Falco is swung on by Moore. It's a strike, so the count is now even at 2 2. I mean, and you know, man, it's, it's looking like it might be a fast inning. Now it's a foul tip, so Deacon that's a good Moore fight by Deacon Moore. Yeah, he's able to stay alive in the batter's box.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, you know, you talk about the approach when you see a pitcher's, you know, type of velocity you're not used to. You can see Deacon Moore actually choke up about an inch on the bat there, just trying to get the bat head around faster. Um, you know, take some out of your swing, maybe shorten it up. Basically, all you really want to do is get the bat head on. I mean, it's coming in fast enough that that ball will fly if you just get a bat on.
0: Yeah, able to just make any type of contact a bit of there, and another foul tip by Deacon over at the plate, so he's able to. Foul that one off, and I think it's important, too, for the Cardinals to, to, uh, to just make the, uh, the batter, the accounts longer for every at-bat and just to wear out Falco. And as I say that, Deacon Moore fouls another one off, so he's fighting off in the batter's box. But yeah, if they're able to consistently make Falco just have long at-bats, I mean, how long could he stay on the mound for?
1: I mean, yeah, you know, you obviously want a pitcher like Falco right now is clearly very dominant. Uh, putting up a good fight against Deacon here to go all seven. If he could go all seven, it would be very ideal for this Madawan team. Ah, it's a but you know, out. if you're gonna fight like that every inning, you know, if you got even two batters coming up fighting, you know, for eight or nine pitches, you know, he's gonna get tired. Yeah, he's gonna get very tired. He's gonna get very, uh, very tired very quick. So,
0: so Deacon Moore there striking out. So Falco, two strikeouts on the day. But now up at the plate is a shortstop and Junior Robert Kelly. Let's see what Robert's able to do. He's uh he's a leader for this team with three home runs so far this year. And he swung on the first pitch. It was too high, so the count is 0-1. And, and we're seeing both pitchers here today able to um, get on top of the counts early.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that's something that we've obviously seen on Kellen Moore a lot. You know, not very surprised about that. Um, but, you know, this Cardinals team, you're seeing them call timeout quite a lot. I mean, Kelly just fixing up his ankle brace there. Um, call timeout, get this kid's, you know, rhythm offset. You know, try to make him reset and ignore that high fastball. <laughs>
0: So Kelly swings on that one pitch. Fouls fouls it off, so the count remains 0-2. And like you did say, Owen, I mean, at least when other batters face Kellen Mora with the speed to choke up on the bat. And we see Kelly here with the high-velocity pitcher choking up on the bat as well. Ooh. he watches that one go by. That one was outside, but like you own the action. It was close.
1: Very close, but it's a good hold.
0: He swings on that one, chops it down the third baseline. line. scoops it up and throws it to the first baseman and... He is safe over at first. I mean, that was incredible. Like, it looked like a split at least, but the the blue was sort of blocking my perspective on it. But I mean, they're calling it a safe. So Robert Kelly is over at first base, and we'll just call it an infield single for Kelly. And they're gonna review it here. I mean, I don't know what reviewing is in high school baseball. I don't think there is any reviewing. But they're gonna no. But the only person who can
1: overturn a call like that is the home plate umpire. So you know, if the coach does choose to go out and talk to the umpires and the home plate umpire says he saw it differently he can overturn that and this will be a third out here from my angle he's very clearly beat on the throw i think they're arguing the foot off the bag maybe
0: okay so definitely uh no split made and it looks like they're gonna let the call stay as is so that's Kelly's a tough over... play to make you
1: know you get a, a slow chopper to you as a third baseman you gotta make a very hard throw over there you gotta try to make it accurately on the run as well
0: especially with a speedy team like the cardinals it's not going to be easy for Huskies clay, but the Cardinals are able to get a man on the bases, so Robert Clay's over at first, now in the batter's box. He's a right fielder, Teek Toto. He swings on that pitch, but it's a direct shot to the second baseman, and he will just throw it over the first baseman. <laughs> I, <edition.
1: just laughs> I think Kelly either tripped or just decided to slide, but he Kelly- went into a head first slide over there running at second. The ball was done to first, so I'm not too sure what that was about. But one thing about this pitcher, you know, Falco, very quick with his movements. You know, doesn't really take his time when he's going through his windup. Gets that knee up quick, falls on that back leg, bends it. He gets very low to the ground, and he whips that arm around. And then, you know, I saw Gio Brogo come in, you know, that arm speed, that off-speed, his arm slot is very different. So, you know, if the Cardinals can pick up on little hints like that, try to make the adjustment throughout the game, you know, they very well could pick up his number very quickly.
0: Yeah, definitely. We'll see what they'll be able to do. But we'll be back with more baseball here on 107.7 The Bronx Right's WRRC2.
1: Programming on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club inside the Hyatt Regency Princeton.
4: When I told
5: everyone I was gonna be a professional stand up comedian, they all laughed. Well, they're not
2: laughing now. See?
1: Hired of the loudmouths who can't deliver the laughs? See the side of comedy you're missing out on at Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club in the Hyatt Regency, Princeton. The legendary New York Club started the careers of talent, such as Eddie Murphy, Adam Sandler, and Chris Rock. Get ready to enjoy the improv and welcome the wits of today. Start your June on a funny note when Billy Guerin attempts to tickle your funny bone this weekend at Catch a Rising Star. Billy Guerin brings his unique humor and high-energy comedic talent to catch this Friday, June 2nd, at 8pm, and again on Saturday, June 3rd, at 7.30pm. Remember, laughter strengthens your Immune system and burns calories, so laughter is truly the best medicine. Every weekend at Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club in the Hyatt Regency Princeton. For tickets and more information, it's CatchaRisingStar.com.
5: It's baseball season. Tune into
1: 107.7 The Bronx
5: Retro to hear me, pitcher and outfielder Ben Pollack play select Cardinals home and road games on wrrc 2 Listen online at 107.7 TheBronc.com. Say that.
0: Say that, indeed. Welcome back to Cardinals Baseball here on 107.7, the Bronco Retro, WRRC2, as we are now in the top of the second inning as the score is scoreless. And now up at the plate for the Huskies is the left fielder, Sean Hart. Kellen Moore is on the mound for the Cardinals as the first pitch is a foul tip behind the plate, so the count will now be 0-1. But yeah, definitely a, a packed house here today. We have in a good amount. I mean, I can't really see how the stands, quote-unquote, for the Cardinals is, but outfield looks packed. Behind us is is full as well, So, and the Husky side seems pretty uh,
1: full. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody's family wants to be here. This is a big game, semifinals, man. Obviously, it's it's good to also have an environment. I was actually just thinking before it went on, you know, broadcasting basketball compared to this feels so much quieter, but this is the type of energy I live for here.
0: Yeah, definitely good energy. That pitch by Moore. Oh, that one was in the zone. Oh, no. That one was considered a ball inside, so the count is now 2-1. and But, yeah, like you did mention, the energy here is great for both teams here. That's a chopper to Kellen. It goes off the glove, but Kelly able to sweep it up and beam it over to Aiden Crowley. So Robert Kelly there helping his pitcher out. Yeah,
1: it's a good try by Kellen there, you know, just trying to get up. He's a tall guy, standing on a, a bit of an incline hump as well there. You know, if he gets that, it's obviously quicker play, but also really good backup by Robert Kelly, um, adjusting his course actually because of the way it hit off of Kellen's glove and still making a dime of a
0: throw. Yeah, Robert Kelly definitely fixing his throw from earlier in the game. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it's, that was the type of throw we expected to happen earlier. So That one is shot down the left field line. Ben Pollock's not anywhere near it, so it's going to get all the way to the fence. He's going to get to the third base or second with the stand-up double, and he's definitely uh, definitely loud there with a the little uh, selfie. I'm not too sure what the meaning of that was. but it's
1: A little celebration, I guess. That's yeah. funny. I haven't seen anything like that in a minute.
0: Yeah, that was number three first baseman Sal Casano with that shot over to left field. So,
1: Dude, I miss double celebrations. I think my go-to is just taking my helmet off and screaming.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was expecting something like that. I mean, you could see he was loud running the bases, but then... So I should take a selfie, but I mean, I guess that's a 2023 type of move.
1: That's what they do, man. I mean, we used to do devil horns, you know, bull horns, if you will.
0: Just clap my hand and yell. But, you know, it is what it is. There's a man on second for the Huskies here. Next man at the plate for Matawan is DH Brian McCartan. DHing for the pitcher, Brandon Falco. You
1: see both pitchers so far throwing a combination of everything. You know, they're not just relying on, you know, their velocity or one off-speed pitch really mixing it up today which is good to keep both teams on their toes
0: yeah that first pitch that you did mention was a curveball that fell in the zone or it might have been a change-up honestly i don't remember what the first pitch was but the second pitch was a foul tip so the count is 0 and 2. it's what matters the most
1: yeah yeah you get ahead of the count early you got a runner on so you're trying to get out of this tiny jam here
0: so be huge to get two outs up on the board for the cardinals the man over Second had a lot of speed rounding the bases the second, so would we'll assume he has speed to come home, and Kellen Moore there blows that fastball by for a strike three, so there are officially two outs up on the board for the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, you could tell McCartin there uh, kind of physical swing, kind of slow through the zone. Maybe wanted to lay off that bit of a high fastball. I mean, I still think it could have been called for a strike, so I think if anything, you know, you still got to fight that off. Once you know that you, you're you going to swing, um, you just got to commit. Yeah, you know, you gotta, it's, a, it's a quick second reaction.
0: Once you decide, you got to go with it. But as we saw there, McCarton did not do that, and now up at the plate is the right fielder Mark Kovac as he watches the first pitch go in for a strike. And we saw a little <laughs> face off right there between the pitcher and uh, man on second,
1: who actually slipped while he was jumping around over there like crazy.
0: I say stay on your toes, but stay on your toes. Don't don't fly out. That pitch low and inside for Kellen, so the count is even at one and one. Yeah,
1: can't imagine this Madawan team, you know, up until they need to at least swing on too many of those junk balls. I mean, he had a really good curveball uh, first pitch there that he could have turned on, but he let it go by for a strike. And uh, I'm hoping that, you know, it seems that they're all just waiting for that fastball right down the middle there, which is a very good approach with, you know, the type of pitcher that Kellen is. I mean, he's a very accurate kid.
0: With that one, Kellen Moore just turns around to make sure the runner stays over there. It's second. Didn't even throw the ball, just turned around. Just intimidated him.
1: Yeah, a little junk move. Keep the runners honest.
0: Ooh, great, great curveball by Kellen.
1: Yeah, they really don't want to turn on that curveball. And, you know, there's one thing about Kellen's curveball is it's not his fastest pitch. You know, it's got really good, impressive movement and intimidating movement, depending where it starts out of the zone. But, uh, you know, these teams could very well be turning on it. And, you know, luckily he's doing a really good job of locating it today.
0: So the next pitch by Moore is too low, but the runner swings on it. So it's a strike three call, then Dobkins will give it over to Crowley at first for the third out of the inning. So the Cardinals are able to make sure no runs come in after that big hit that ended up in left field. So the score is, remains 0-0 as we now enter the bottom of the second inning here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRC2.
6: Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams, delicious! Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Vocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's vocellipizza.com. That's vocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 20 20- Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right.
5: Hi, this is pitcher and first baseman Rohan Kaista. Before every first pitch, I tell my family to download the WRRC2 app and Apple and Google Play. To listen to me play on 1077. The
1: Bronx Retro. Oh, I'm going to miss you, kid.
0: Welcome back to Cardinals Baseball here on 1077. The Bronx Retro WRRC2. I'm Chris Aponte here with Owen McCarron. Big shout out to Tom behind the mic as the Cardinals. And now enter the bottom of the second inning, and the pitcher, Kellen Moore, is now up at the plate for the Cardinals. Love
1: seeing pitcher be pitcher.
0: Yeah, definitely. Love it. I mean, sadly, we can't see it with Falco as he is not hitting. But yeah, but, you know, this is good enough. Yeah. This will do. Kellen's a very good
1: hitter. Saw him, you know, with his slump at the start of the season. Done a really good job crawling out of it, uh, and crawling out of it pretty impactfully, too. He's had a lot of really, uh, you know, clutch hits and uh, a lot of really close games to put his team on top and get the momentum flowing again. And to do this and pitch, I mean, enough said.
0: Yeah, very impressive if he could get on pace as well. I mean, he's already on the mound, so impressive by that. But see what he could do here. First pitch, it's in the zone for a strike by Falco. So once again, the pitcher is getting up in the count. That one, two outside for Moore's liking. So he watches that one go by. And Falco's windup is, or just from the moment he gets the pitch, is very quick. Yeah,
1: he's got a very different arm slot compared to his off-speeds versus his fastball. I mean, his fastball, you will see him whipping that ball from up top. But on that uh, little off-speed pitch right there, you see him whipping from around his hip level.
0: So that one was chopped down but went foul down the left field line. So the count is now 2-2. Two and two.
1: I mean, you know, as a hitter, if you pick up on those little hints, which you know we are now seeing in live time, you pick up on that it's going to make your job a lot easier you know you know when you got to snap on a fastball versus sit back on an off-speed pitch
0: so kellen moore fighting it off there as that pitch goes it's too far outside So now a three two count and he swings at that one but it's a shot to the second baseman
1: yeah i mean that's just a, a really impressive play right there by eric friedman junior second baseman i mean sliding the turf to get that ball I thought that was definitely through the gap.
0: Yeah, it looked like it was going to get through the gap. It was a hard hit ball. But, uh, I mean, it's turf, so everyone loves to slide. As we saw Robert Kelly have a slide earlier as well. So.
1: Oh, yeah, laying out in turf. I mean, the moment you see you're on a turf field, it's body in the line for yeah. everything. It doesn't matter what it is.
0: So we saw Eric there at second base, you know, slide and keep the ball in front of him. and. Just- Rivera chops that one right to Eric once again, and he's able to get it to the first baseman. So two outs up on the board for the Huskies. That was quick.
1: Very quick, you know, two up, two down situation there. Kind of the same ordeal, just a little ground ball. Over to the second baseman, Friedman, who's then going to throw the out over at first base to Cassano.
0: That was Riley Rivera up at the plate, but now batting is a third baseman, Dan Drisga, in the seven hole for the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, that's the name we've been talking about, you know, as he's starting to kind of get into his flow a lot more with this Cardinals team. You know, last game coach mentioned he kind of had his standout job at the plate there so hopefully, you know, that will translate into today.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully it'll be huge for them to get something as he swings at that one, wants to pull it back but...
1: It's that high fastball, Chris. Yeah, man. So juicy.
0: It's looking good. A lot of Cardinals want it but the count is now 0-2 for Drisga. And it's a strike three for Drisga as Falco that Gets that one by him so the Cardinals... Go down one, two, three.
1: Yeah, so far I mean, Madawon the only team to. Oh no, actually both teams having a guy on base. Kelly in the first, and then um, yup, somebody in the <laughs> Madawon in that second inning there. Um, but again, it's going to be a very quick game. It looks like you know up one, two, three every time unless you know you start to get a little bit more uh, hitting momentum.
0: Yeah, so we'll see which team I guess could spark that uh make the bats fly. First, I guess will be the name of the game. But for now, we'll enter a quick little break here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro wrrc 2
7: 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the Home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Skyzone, everyone is free to have fun like a little kid. With 12 different attractions and specialized programs, Skyzone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress relieving experience ever. Play to your strengths. Try Skyzone's air court, parkour blocks, Ninja Warrior course, free jump, and more. The best part? Everyone is welcome. Glow all out every Friday and Saturday night at Glow with Laser Lights, Glow Lights, and a live DJ. For more information and to learn more about Skyzone, Zone Hamilton, Mercer County's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility, it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton.
4: Hey, it's outfielder Ryan Fober. Go to
7: 1077theBronc.com slash LHS baseball to listen to every Cardinals game broadcast this season on 1077TheBronc Retro, WRRC2
0: on demand. Welcome back to Cardinals baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Owen and, I, Owen and I and Tom behind the mic were just reminiscing about our high school days. Yeah, but, back in my prime. Yeah. <laughs> so you love to hear those stories once you're getting out. Go, go for ice cream or go get a hot dog, something like that. Just, you know, hear a man come up to you and be like, you want to hear a story about my prime. <laughs> but <laughs> the first pitch is too high for a ball, so the count is 1 0. It's Kellen Moore gets behind this count and up at the plate for the Huskies. It's the shortstop, Chris Galasso. <laughs> hey, man, but those stories, I'm not going to lie, it could definitely be entertaining.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's a fun time to reminisce.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And, I mean, I literally just finished up high school, too, so.
0: That pitch is. Oh. That's a shot.
1: Geo Brogel under that one.
0: Yeah, it's right in the air to Brogel. So the f eight as the first out is made.
1: Yeah, it felt good game. off the bat right there. Luckily, there's a bit of wind today. Blowing in, oh, it yeah. feels yeah. definitely blowing in. Yeah, we have yeah. Owen, the,
0: the weatherman. If here. I'm correct. <laughs> so now, but the plate is a nine hitter, the second baseman, Eric Friedman, Friedman. Friedman. As that pitch is too high for Eric, so he lets that one go by. We'll see if Kellen will be able to get up on this count. I mean, he was down too well in the previous count and got a fly ball. Not to strike, but pops out of Dobkin's glove. That's something we haven't seen much this year.
1: Yeah, Dobkin's been a really stand-up catcher, you know, all season for this Lawrence Cardinals team, uh, especially as a freshman, which is something I think we mentioned every time we talk about him. He does a lot of really good work behind the plate.
0: Yeah, definitely doesn't look like a freshman uh, when he's behind the plate. And is that pitch too high? So the count is now 2-1. and one. It's the top of the third inning for just tuning in. The score is 0-0. It's been a pitching duel, something we expected to see here today. That pitch by Moore is too low, so the count is 3-1. and one. Kellen Moore this year has only had 19 walks, so definitely kept that to a minimum so far this year. So if he's able to, oh, hopefully he doesn't walk this batter, but if he does, this will be number 20. And he does with an outside pitch. So, Kellen Moore walks the first batter of the day.
1: Yeah, you know, we talk about a lot. You don't really see that out of Kellen. He's got a lot of really good control up on the mound. But uh, this is one of those games, you know, pressure's high. You know, maybe he's still got some butterflies in his tummy there. But uh, it's only one batter. Still a lot of baseball. I mean, we've seen him pitch, you know, really good games and come back from some really tough spots. So, you know, it's just, just a little jam.
0: A little obstacle for Kellen Moore is now we are in the top of the order for the Huskies. As Jack Sassas on the plate, the center fielder, as Coach Jim Myers, and just take a little walk out to Kellen Moore. I mean, I'm definitely not expecting Kellen Moore to get out of this game. It's, I mean, that'd be crazy to think of. But uh, no,
1: I mean, you expect him to at least go five. Yeah, easy.
0: But I think Myers probably just a, little, a couple words on the mound, just to calm the stresses down, the nerves down, as it is the semifinals of, you know, state finals. I mean, state uh, state tournament, and you know, Kellen only a junior and no one's on this team has been in a position like this so a lot of nerves here to advance to the finals Jim mayer mayor is now walking back is with the shades you know a little swag that mayor has as cullen moore is now getting ready for the next pitch over at first base for the huskies is the second baseman eric friedman
1: Oh, would have loved to see a Dobkin back pick right there.
0: I think he'll be doing that a lot next year. I have an awkward feeling Dobkin's next year if he's still behind the plate. Uh,
1: I think he'll 100% be behind the plate.
0: He's,
1: in my personal opinion, he's at least secured the spot for another two seasons.
0: That one, a shot down the left field line stays fair. They're going to send this runner home or wave him home. I'm not too sure, and they're still going to wave him home. The ball going to come in, but it's too late as one run scores for the Huskies. That is a stand-up double for Jack Sasso.
1: That's a really good hit. You know, it's on the ground, but it's down the left field line. You put it in the spot where nobody is. Um, you know, you give the left fielder out there uh, a really long run, you know, and that's just unfortunate. But it's only one run. You know, we've seen the Cardinals come back from a lot worse. Remember, you know, Robinson went up 3-0 in the first inning. They came back, put up three, and then they were able to put up, you know, three more later that game as well. So, this has got to kind of be like a mental reset. you got to have short-term memory in baseball. You know, Kellen, got to go out there, keep pitching his game. You know, it's a pitcher you, you kind of got to be expected to get hit on. So uh, it's not like it was totally totally impossible that happens.
0: Yeah, so the Huskies take a 1-0 lead here in the top of the third inning. As we'll see how they'll be able to bounce back. Kellen Moore bounces back with the first pitch strike. And in the batter's box is Andrew Jendy for the Huskies, the third yeah. baseman. That was, a
1: th- that was a long run. It was Driscoll yeah. out there, right?
0: Uh, over at left field is Pollock. Pollock. Yeah, the ball went past Driscoll, though. And oh, Driscoll's at- a third. Yes, sir. That pitch is fouled off.
1: Yeah, see, I mean, already Kellen Moore doing his thing up there, continuing to throw strikes. That's all you can do.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of a, something not typical of Moore that we've seen a lot this year. You walk someone and then let a, a huge double go by. But, I mean, it's going to be huge to see how the bats click for the Cardinals once we get back on the other side of things. Count is 0-2 here. And more. ooh, that one looked good. Looked like it might have been called the strike three, but the ump doesn't like it.
1: And I think he's leaving that one outside, as I saw where Dobkin caught that, you know, a little outside of the play, but still a little too close. Would have given it to him.
0: So the count is 1-2 here. Moore trying to get a strike three. It'd be huge for him and his team. That one was low in the dirt off Dobkin's face as he keeps it in front of him, but the runner takes off as well and gets a third standing. Yeah, if if, if Dobkin is able to just get to that ball.
1: Yeah, you know, if that's a if, if that's a pitch right back at Dobkin, um, you know, you get a really good shot to get a back pick over the third.
0: Infield in here as Cardinals are trying to avoid a run being scored. That pitch is fouled off by Jendy here, so all the Cardinals a lot closer in. Definitely the, the mindset here is just get it to home, if not uh, we'll get the ball to home at, unless the runner stays at third, if not get the ball over to first.
1: Yeah, I mean, the one thing you don't want to see here is a, a really well-called hit-and-run. Yeah. On uh, That you would almost secure the run.
0: Next pitch by Moore is low and outside, so <sighs> the runner will walk. Oh, no, the count is three and two, pardon me. As Andrew Jendy was taken off, he, he definitely wanted to avoid the last, the fourth ball. But he has to stay in the batter's box. He's smiling, he knows it.
1: Yeah, I mean, this would be big for Jendy right here to come up for his team, but it's uh, even bigger for Kellen to, you know, get this. This is a very good spot for Madowan if he could shut him down.
0: Ooh, and that pitch is in the zone for a strike three. Jendy there. Thought that one was too outside, but that one looked just in the zone.
1: Yeah, you know, something about walking out of the batter's box early, even if it's by mistake. I yeah, feel like it just brings a bad omen to you for the rest of the your at bat.
0: Heard from a lot of umps that they feel a bit disrespected when batters do that, unless it's like a, uh, you know, what I'm saying like out of the way. They just like they don't yeah. like you uh, attempting or thinking get the better of them. But that one, a foul ball. That's
1: why you wait, man. You let them call the pitches. You don't call them yourself. <laughs> you can be mad, but
0: stand there. <laughs>
1: yeah, just stand there and wait until he says something.
0: So Joey Bandon is now at the plate for the Cardinal. I mean, uh, for the Huskies. Pardon me. He's a catcher. As Kellen Moore is now just one out away from getting out of this inning. That pitch is too low, so the count is one and one. I hear a lot of people or coach simply just saying, "Throw the ball." As Kellen Moore is very good at throwing the ball.
1: Yeah, the easiest way to think of it is you're having a catch with your catcher. That's all it is
0: yeah it's something that uh everyone tells you going up that's a oh. shot that one oh that one might and it does find the gap lands right between tiktoto and giovanni brogo but the runner would have the runner scores but the hitter stays over at first so rbi single for abandon that was a huge hit and for the huskies but uh Definitely confidence denouncer for, for Kellen Moore. Yeah,
1: Joey Bowden coming up clutch right there with that nice gap shot between Teak Toto over there and Broglin center. Uh, you know, there's not much you can do about that. That ball was hit beautifully off the bat. They're going to drive in the run there. Um, it's just unfortunate for the Cardinals. But, uh, you know, Kellen's got to remain locked. They got two outs. They're in a really good position to get out of this inning. You know, again, relatively unscathed with how much baseball's left.
0: Okay, well, yeah, so we'll see how... Faces this batter now, but the plate, I mean, at the plate, yes, correct, is left fielder Sean Hart, the cleanup hitter for this Husky squad. Brenner is not going. As the runner did jump, but just just scare everyone off.
1: Yeah, you know that is something we see. Uh, Dobkin. I want to quickly mention struggle with you know all season. Does a really good job of blocking. Does a really good job you know pitch calling baseball like you just in general, knowing where the ball has gonna go. You know when there's a throw at the plate or anything. Um, but you know just squeezing the ball sometimes. I mean you see him kind of start to struggle. Some of those junk ball pitches. You know umpires tend to say you know to a catcher, you squeeze that pitch, I'll give you that. But if you drop it, I'm not giving you it. You know just when a pitch like just edges on the zone, if a catch a catcher's gotta catch it, make the frame job. If they can't, you're not getting that strike.
0: Yeah, it's important to catch. I mean, to frame the ball, especially on those pitches that are, are near the outside of the zone. But that pitch finds the zone, so the count is now three and one. Runner goes over at first, but it's a ground ball. Rivera is able to backhand it off a slide and get it over the first on time. That was a beautiful play by Riley Rivera over at second That's base.
1: extremely impressive stuff. Really good play, Riley Rivera. I mean, the mobility on him is absolutely insane. Making his way from. Really deep over in the middle field of second base there, and getting over to that ball perfectly on time, making a great throw. Um, also, not getting too confused and trying to you know quickly hit second. He he already had the play in mind. He was going to first, and he made a diamond for throw.
0: Yes, the Cardinals get out of this inning, but the Huskies get two runs up on the board as we now enter the bottom of the third inning here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRC2.
2: The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Trattoria Procaccini. 354 Nassau Street, Princeton. Trattoria Procaccini does authentic Italian dining right, making use of their favorite family recipes from the old country. Using only fresh and organic ingredients, Trattoria shifts their specials to fit the season, utilizing the best crops from local merchants and growers. Enjoy Trattoria Procaccini for home-style cooking that tastes just like nana's in your new home away from home. Get away from everyday stressors and enjoy a plate of your favorite soups salads, pasta, Italian specialties fresh baked breads and pizza walk in to enjoy Trattoria's Italian family dining experience or order in for pickup or delivery online at getforky.com under restaurants. Contact Trattoria Procaccini to cater at any event and bring the taste of Italy to you and your friends, family or colleagues. Dine in at Trattoria Procaccini Monday through Sunday from 4 to 9pm. Enjoy their family style menu or rock solo with their table for one options. If you can't vacation in Italy, try this local taste of italy trattoria broccuccini hi i'm michael milk your first baseman for lawrence high catch america's past on high school style on your amazon alexa on 107.7 the Bronx retro you listen to your cardinals play
0: welcome back to cardinals baseball here on 107.7 the Bronx retro wrc2 chris ponte here with Owen the as we are now at the bottom of the third inning as the lawrence cardinals are facing off Madison Huskies and the Madison Huskies have the advantage now. It's a count. Score is 2-0 in favor of the Huskies. As we have a car alarm going off. Yeah, can we get Can we get that off, please? <laughs> I'm not too sure what car it is, but Dopkins behind the count 0-2 here against Falco over at the plate. That pitch two outside to the count is now 1-2, and the Cardinals definitely struggling today, trying to get Falco's number. And that's a strike three there as Dobkins goes looking.
1: You know, young kid, Dobkin, you know, he has his days at the plate. But this is a very experienced pitcher here. I mean, Falco, you know, a junior, he's got two years of high school varsity baseball on a lot of these kids on this team, especially Dobkins. That's a tough at bat.
0: Yeah, it was a good at bat by Dobkins. He's able to stand up there. Now up at the plate is Ben Pollock. Brogol with his signature bat flip in the batter's box. But... That pitch is in the zone for a strike. And that one's two outside so the count is even at one and one for Pollock, who is the nine hitter for the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, keep calling timeout, you know, mess with the rhythm of the the rhythm. Oh the rhythm of the pitcher up there. Uh, anything to, you know, make him have to reset and you just get more time.
0: Pollock swings at that one, but he's too late, so the count is now one and two. Yeah, I mean, anything to disrupt his flow here right now is crucial. He chops that one down the first baseline. Falco has to run to it. He underhands it. Gets it to the first baseman on the time for the second out of the inning.
1: Looks like he was trying to chase him down there, see if he could just get the tag there. It was a very slow chopper right uh, right down the first baseline. So, you know, to Falco, good play. That requires a lot of speed.
0: Yeah, if Falco didn't sprint down there, that definitely would have got a uh,
1: Oh, yeah, that's one of those little choppers that you just beat out as a runner.
0: So now we're at the top of the order for the Cardinals, as Giovanni Brogo is now up at the plate. First pitch is too high for a ball.
1: Last time we saw Brogo, I'm pretty sure he went up and came down swinging, no?
0: Yeah, he did. He went down swinging four pitches.
1: There you go. Good piece. Yeah, I mean, you know, a little late on that one, fouling it right over to the Matawan dugout, first base side. You know, she starts to swing a little earlier. You're going to see a lot of these players with their back foot at the very back of their box. You know, a little choke up again, shorten that swing to try to get out there early.
0: Grobo swings at that one and he misses. So the count is now one and two for Falco, who's just been in his groove so far all day.
1: Yeah, you're going to want to have quick hands all day. And oh,
0: oh thank one, God. Two outside. As we saw that one, it was close, but the ump did call. It was a ball, so the count is even at two and two. Brogo there calling time.
1: Perfect, yeah. You're going to probably – I'm hoping that we see a lot of that all game today, you know, calling time, mess with the pitcher's rhythm, you know, constantly. Don't let them get into any type of flow.
0: Brogo chops that one down the first baseline, but first baseman will handle it himself as that is Sal Casano. So the Cardinals, once again, go down one, two, three here in the bottom of the third.
1: Yeah, you can tell they're still, you know, a little late on it. Um, you know, balls are going – first base side i mean Gio was late on you know both pitches She's swaying at there he's got to shorten up that swing get out there early and then you know like we were talking earlier you'll start to see those hits that are you know down the third base line and get a lot of guys going
0: so the cardinals here still down to zero as we now enter the top of the fourth inning and we'll be back with more baseball here on 1077 the Bronx retro wrc2
2: Lawrence High School Football and Baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst. With their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops Barbecue Experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops Barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza Ewing. Lawrence high school baseball is a hit tap the odyssey app to hear me center fielder Giovanni brogel and the cardinals play the season anywhere you are on 107.7 the Bronx retro
0: welcome back to cardinals baseball here on 107.7 the Bronx retro wrc2 i'm chris DePonte. here with me is the man who just attempted to say he made a shed no over a they- when he really made a bed storage All right. is that how you say it a storage bed a storage bed Listen, man, they're they're t- one and the
1: same. Like <laughs> tomato, tomato. I still built it. I got yeah, it done. Yeah, I
0: gotta give credit. Still, you still, <laughs> you still made it. Still built it. And it's it's made for the same concept, the same idea, to to hold something.
1: This feels like Wake Up, Brad, getting yelled at by my mom in between commercial breaks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Cardinals here now into the top of the fourth inning. Here, as they're still down two zeros. The Huskies were able to put two runs up on the board in the top of the third, and now up at the plate is the first baseman, Sal Cassano. First pitch is in the zone for a strike by Moore.
1: Yeah, they are not able to do anything against Moore's off-speed pitches at all today. We haven't even seen a single swing attempt. I mean, they're just coming in gross today.
0: Yeah, a lot of the swing attempts have been on the fastball.
1: Yeah, you know, that's probably the approach this team has. You you see them turn on that fastball whenever they need it. You see them fight off the off-speeds when they need to. But uh, in terms of turning on a slow curveball like that for the first pitch, you know, or even the second pitch, you don't really see him doing it at all.
0: That pitch right there was too low, so the count is one and one. That one, again, too low, so the count is even, or count is now two and one. Now, as a coach, is making a bit of outfield adjustments today. I mean, we've seen him do it a lot of games. Just doing it once again. That one, two inside, so the count is now three and well, one. Compete.
1: Compete. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I'm not really appreciating the noise difference right now between this Mattawan team and the Cardinals team. I mean, on offense, they're loud every second. I mean, it just kind of sounds like they're having an average conversation over there in the Mattawan dugout right now.
0: Yeah, they're very quiet over there. It's, I didn't really think of that, to be honest with you. Oh. had a beautiful sweet oh. pitch by Moore.
1: God, swinging out of his shoes. I yeah. mean, I do love the chirps coming from the Mattawan dugout. It's absolutely perfect. It's but, not that uh, loud, though. I mean, yeah, they're going I mean, to they pick but... their volume up, man.
0: Yeah, early in the game, they were very quiet. I didn't really think much about it. But Kellen Moore here, the 3-2 count. And, ooh, that one might have been strike three, but it's a foul tip. So stays alive here. I mean, it's important for Kellan to just get up on this count. I mean, he like two runs down. And just in a game that we knew was going to be a pitching duel. So, I mean... It's just really important to not let any more runs up on the board until the Cardinals are able to at least, you know, attack and at least tie the game.
1: Yeah, you've got to shut down all games starting now after Kellen Moore, you know. Every pitch has to be good. If a few runners get on, you got to make sure that you're working your hardest to get out of that jam there. And we're going to see, you know, this Matawan player up here, Sal Cassano, doing what he does best. He's going to have a fight right now against Kellen Moore. He's going to make him work. We were talking about how, you know, Deacon Moore had a great at-bat in the first inning, making Falco work. You're going to see uh, Cassano make uh, more
0: work. So Cassano fouling the, the last pitch as well, so the count remains 3-2, and he foul tips that one once again, so staying alive is what he's doing here. So the count will remain 3-2, no outs up on the board. This is the first batter for the Huskies ascending.
1: And in great parking lot style, another car alarm.
0: I'm not even too sure where that came from because I don't think a foul ball was hit that way. Uh. Well, that one in the air, but Brogill probably will get to it, and he looks like he will, and he does bring it in for the first out of the inning. As... Yeah, a
1: lot of wind up there. You know, anything hits straight up is going to die down really quick. Um, you're not really getting much, you know, pull along, I guess, with the wind. Ball's not really going to carry much. So really good read by Brogill, understanding that.
0: Yeah, an impressive uh, uh, impressive at-bat on the mound by Kellen there to be able to stay in the – in the, in the bat, bat there, I mean, even when it counts 3-2 for a while there, he still stayed on top of it and made the batter pop it up. But now up at the plate is the DH hitter, Brian McCartan, as the first pitch was too high for a ball. Next pitch by Moores in. And it's going to go foul down the left field line.
1: You've seen just throw the bat out there on that nice little off speed. Um, was, obviously, thank God it went foul because that was a nice little gap shot, right over the third base and in between the left fielder. You know, he was standing up on first easy if that was fair.
0: Yeah, like you said, it was a lazy swing. He just let the bat, bat barrel step out there, and that went too high, so the count is now two and one. So we'll see here what Kellen he was able to do here. Is he's down to this count two one. Now he's even with a 2-2 count. So Jamair again, telling his team it's important to stay ahead of these counts. Yeah, I mean, it's 2-2 count, arguably.
1: You know, he's still ahead. He only takes one more pitch to strike him out here, so he's got a lot of room to work with.
0: And that one's that hit, beast. and it's a line drive that will drop in front of Brogol, so... Another man on the basis for the Huskies here today.
1: Yeah, if that ball had, you know, just any more carry, you know, I see Gio Brogu potentially making a really good play there, but doing the smart thing as a center fielder, you know, the leader of that outfield, um, letting it take a hop, go straight to him.
0: Yeah, that looked like a ball that Brogu might have been able to get to. Like you said, if it had more air, it definitely would have been able to make a play to it, but that one was just too close to the ground for Brogu to really do anything. And like you said, if there's no one behind him, He's a leader out there, so it's important. But Kellen Moore getting ahead of this count with a beautiful off speed pitch that Mark Kovac is too late on.
1: Yeah, so you know with McCartney on the bases now, you got a man on first. Uh, again, a lot of good hitters behind him. We've been seeing this Madawan team aggressive on bases all day. You know, a lot of players like to dance around with their with their leads. You know, with their secondaries as well, getting very aggressive, and even a couple of stolen bases. You know, we had a stolen third base and a stolen uh, second base as well. So I mean, these kids definitely know how to run bases. Um, you know, to Kellen he's got to make sure he's keeping them honest. You know, when they stole third earlier on a bit of a ball in the dirt to Dobkin, you hear the coach yell, "You got to do something. You got to throw over." And there it is.
0: Runner goes the ball. It throw isn't too late. So the count will be one and two now, but Amanda's on second for the Huskies. That's
1: a really good throw by Dobkin there. Uh, you know, McCarran had a really good jump off the base, and uh, that one was. Definitely a very close play, but that's the aggressiveness we're talking about from this Madawan team. You know, it's got to be more than Dobkin just throwing him out um, for this defense, for the Cardinal defense here. You know, Kellen's got to be doing his job up there, keeping him honest, giving him looks. Even if it is just a junk move where you simply step off and throw it over lightly, you gotta make sure they're staying honest.
0: And right there, as you did there say, stay honest. Kellen Moore throwing it back over to Raleigh Vivera, making sure that runner stays honest. and stays over on that back. And I don't think he'll take off here to third just because, like you said, that throw was close. But we'll see what he does. That pitch is too low in the dirt, so... That's Dobbins, that stop
1: we're talking about.
0: Yeah, Dobbins able to keep that in front of him. This kid's a brick wall. Yeah, Let's be it's honest. so impressive, especially just being a
1: freshman. Let's be honest. I mean, nothing's getting by this kid. Nothing gets by this kid unless it doesn't take bounce at all. You know, if it just skips across the turf, maybe. We've seen a few. But, I mean, this kid, when it comes to blocking, is very shy of mistakes.
0: So the count remains 2 2 as that one is again a blooper down the center fielder. I don't know why the coaches would have send him as that was a beautiful throw by Brogo at center field to throw out the runner at third. That was, that, yeah, that was that. That looked like it was just going to advance the runners there, and Brogo able to just take one step ahead and just beam that ball to Driscoll over at third.
1: Yeah, you know, it looked like McCartan, you know, kind of hesitated on the base pass there. That's kind of the right read that you want to do. That ball is hit, you know, just high enough that that could have been caught by Brogol. Um, but without knowing where he's playing, you never know if that ball is caught and he's got to get back to the bag or if it's in the ground and he can maybe run. So, you know, if he had maybe a step or two more, he, I mean, he's safe by a long shot. But that throw by Gio Brogol, I mean, let's talk about it. That was a dime.
0: That was a dime. I mean, I wasn't even, like, thinking of that to happen, but... Oh, Brogan yeah. able to just get that ball to third base quick enough before that runner and the coach over there at the third base back. I mean, that boy you could tell from a mile away that there's no way he was going to bring that runner home, and he was waving him on, and I mean, I guess he decided to change his mind too late. But
1: Yeah, you know what? I mean, I do appreciate the aggressiveness from the Madawan team. Obviously, very good base running team. You know, very quick team overall.
0: And that is a chopper to Rivera yep. over at second base. That will be underhanded to Robert at shortstop. So the Cardinals able to get out of this inning with no runs by the Huskies. And now we will enter the bottom of the fourth inning here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRRC 2.
8: The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by More Than Q. Route 1 North, Princeton. Offering new twists and barbecue fusions to match and satisfy your modern cravings. Their devotion to their craft is what makes the perfect smoky meat and being sticklers for the perfect pairing. More Than Q has crafted homemade sauces to amplify your dining experience. Give your food more TLC with sauces like Carolina, Kansas City Sweet Belly, South Carolina Mus- mustard, and Alabama white. All bottled in-house. Add that to the perfect southern side and get a taste of Texas cooking in Princeton. They have me cooked by the pound, sandwiches, salads, sides, and desserts. More Than Q, bringing more to your barbecue. To find out more about More Than Q, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com. Under restaurants. More Than Q, Texas-style barbecue in Princeton.
5: I'm Robert Kelly, shortstop for Lawrence High. Catch America's pastime high school style on your Amazon Alexa on 107.7 The Bronx Retro to listen to your Cardinals play.
0: Welcome back to Cardinals baseball here at 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Chris DePonte here with Owen McCarron. As the Matawan Huskies are currently winning 2-0 against the Lawrence Cardinals as we now enter the bottom of the fourth inning. It's now up at the plate for the Cardinals to start off the inning will be the DH in the second hole, Deacon Moore. Things that
1: would do for a chicken wing right now. Yeah. Sorry, I got my mind on food. I haven't had lunch yet.
0: Chicken wings does sound good, but when they see the Cardinals win this game here today, or
1: yeah, so Deacon Moore was that batter in the first inning there who we saw put up a really impressive fight. Um, you know, obviously he's, or at least from that first at bat, you know, we can kind of tell if anybody's going to get the hang of you know Falco quick, it'll be Deacon Moore.
0: Yeah, Deacon Moore with a, a great uh, second at bat to start off the game. I mean, he was did get uh, caught with the strike three, but he's able to, to extend the at bat to more than seven pitches, so impressive by him.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got a gem of an eye, too. You know, he just he knows where the pitches are going. He's very good at locating them in the box, and he's very good at protecting out there with two strikes, hopefully.
0: So right there, swings at that one, but it goes foul, so the count will remain one and two. But uh, it's important for him just to, if he's able to get on the bases here as the first hitter, it would be crucial for the Cardinals. Chops that one down, but it's going to be ground ball for the second baseman, Eric Friedman as that is a 4-3 out for the first out of the fourth inning.
1: Yeah, again, you know, Deegan Moore getting the bat on, obviously, adjusting pretty quickly, you know, give him, you know, maybe one more bat. I think he's obviously got him locked in. He's got a very good approach to the plate. He's a very good fighter up there when it comes to, you know, fighting off those pitches that are, he's about to be given to him for a strike and waiting for his pitch.
0: So now up at the plate is a shortstop of Robert Kelly as he watches that pitch go by. You can tell he hopped on it. He wanted it, but he didn't swing at it, so now oh, he lets that one go by It as well, so the count is 0-2 as Falco seems to still be in his groove I pitched 2 outside for Kelly, so the count will now be 1-2 as Kelly is the leader on this team with 3 home runs Oh, that one looked close, but they'll call it too high Kelly also leading this team in runs with 26 runs up on the year. Count is even at 2-2. Two and two. That pitch too low gets behind the catcher, so Kelly able to fight off and make it a full count, which in my eyes is very important for the Cardinals here at this point in the game.
1: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You know, going down 0-2 and then uh, being able to work the count back up to a 3-2 zone is crucial.
0: Swings at that one. And it will foul, but he's alive in the count. So he's gonna fork Falco, force Falco to throw another strike. Owen laughing at me because I'm stuttering. (laughs) It's a little messed up, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Kelly swings at that one, it goes high up in the air, but the left fielder looks like he's gonna track that one down, and he does. So that would be an F7 for the second out of the inning.
1: Yeah, a lot of height under that pitch. I mean, that, that ball was still hit pretty deep, pretty hard. You know, if he gets a little more on top of that, I mean, that ball's going to fly.
0: Yeah. He was able to make clean contact with the bat there and, and puts a little more. Yeah, it's out of here. But nonetheless, second out of the inning for the Cardinals now. But the play is Teague Toto, who did make good contact, but it was only at the first pitch, last at bat, and it was to the second base. So on the second base, made a beautiful play there. I remember that in the, early in the, in the yep. early first inning. But... He watches that first pitch go by for a ball. The next pitch goes by, four strikes. The count is one and one.
1: I think that, you know, we're running at a potential here the first inning where I think, you know, Cardinals go up one, two, three.
0: Oh, no, he And he shuts that down right away. That's why I love Teak Toto. Hey, Teak Toto right there making good contact with the bat. And the ball goes right over to the first baseman's head. And, I mean, he gets that's on That's why base. he's hits.
1: That's why he's in hits. Yeah. You know, he's got a really good swing. It's very clean. Just gets the bat head around and onto the ball perfectly in time. You know, that lefty hitter we were talking about, you know, he perfects that inside swing so he can pull the balls on the first base line. Really good job of doing that right there, right between the second and first basement gap. And, you know, now you've got a man on first. You know, you don't go up and down. One, two,
0: three. And Kellen Moore chops that one to the third baseman. A brutal, beautiful scoop. Wow. By him. And now... Cardinals will not put anything up on the board this inning coming more grounds out to the third baseman. And yeah, Jendy.
1: That was a very impressive play by him right there. Taking a, taking the short hop off the long hop with a very impressive scoop. I mean, you just got to tip your hat to
0: that. So the Cardinals will now go back to their defensive side of things. The top of the fifth inning here in 107.7, the Bronx Retro, WRC2.
6: Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams, delicious! Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fried salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Vocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's vocellipizza.com. That's vocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right.
7: It's baseball
5: season. Tune into 107.7 The Bronx Retro to hear me, pitcher Kellen Moore, play select Cardinals
7: home and road games on WRRC2. Listen online at 107.7thebronc.com.
0: Welcome back to Lawrence Cardinals baseball here at 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. I'm Chris Aponte here with Owen McCarron as the Madowan Huskies currently lead the Lawrence Cardinals 2-0. In the top of the fifth inning here, as Kellen Morris remains on the mound for the Cardinals as expected.
1: Yeah, you know, again, if we can see Kellen Moore go all seven here, uh, we're going to keep this game very close between us and Madawan. I think that's how it is for you know both teams. We do have some very solid arms that we could be throwing in there after both of you know Falco and Kellen. But ideally, you know, getting us to the chip right now, Kellen would be a great arm to have for the rest of this game.
0: Yeah, if you're able to. Can't able to just maintain where he's at and not allow any more runs I mean don't take him out that's pretty much the mindset you need for the Cardinals here so far this game as now Friedman at the plate will be the man at third Oh, second base Eric Friedman and the first pitch by Moore is swung on by Friedman but it's to shortstop to Robert Kelly and he throws that one to Crowley and he gets back down in to time as that. Crowley had to jump for that throw, but as the ump said, pointed back at the ground, that Crowley was able to get back to the back fast enough. And now up at the plate will be the lead hitter for the Huskies, the center fielder Jack Sassa. With only one out up on the board. That one hits the plate and bounces over Hopkins. It's uh that's definitely a turf turf field type of move.
1: Yeah, that's see. very turf field of that ball just now. <laughs> Taking a very big rainbow hop over the batter catcher and umpire.
0: Yeah, that was pretty crazy it went over the umpire's head too. But the count is one and no and that one is inside for a strike, so it's one and one. Okay, you thought I was gonna say inside for a ball. Nope, it's a for a strike. So the count is one and one. Kellen Moore fixing the mound up a bit with his foot, just getting it to his likings and gets the ball, but it's right to Robert Kelly. He chops that one, and he gets the throw on time because he bobbled it for a second, but able to clean the rest up.
1: Yeah, Robert Kelly, too, back-to-back, very good plays there. Uh, you know, both ground balls coming right back at him, and what I do like about Robert Kelly is his composure throughout the entire game. I mean, you know, making an error there, you know, It's nothing too detrimental unless you fumble it a second time. You know, does a really good job of picking it up and making an absolute dime of a throw.
0: Yeah, Robert Kelly able to clean the mess up that he made himself. It wasn't really much of a mess. He just bobbled the ball. No. Right there now, but the plate is a third baseman, Andrew Jendy. Made that beautiful play to end the inning. The first pitch is outside for a ball, so the count is 1-0. wings at that one, but it's going to go foul down the third base line. so even kind of at one and one. Again, it'll be important for the Cardinals if they get down one, two, three here, man. I mean, it's not more classed by Kellen so far. It was only allowed two runs this, this whole game, so it's still been an impressive outing by him. Hits that one up in the air. Jerizga's going to call that one and he's going to bring it That's in. It's a great Fools ender. And third out. Of the inning, so the Cardinals able to go down one or able to put the Huskies down one, two, three, in the top of the fifth inning as we now enter the bottom of the fifth to see if the Cardinals can make the bats crack here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRC2.
5: 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by the Trenton Thunder. Thirty seasons and millions of memories. Come add to the fun at the ballpark this summer as your Trenton Thunder celebrate their 30th season. Don't miss out on Dollar Dog Tuesdays, Thursday Thursdays with two dollar Budweiser, Bud Light, and Michelob Ultra. Post game fireworks and of course two dollar pork roll sandwich Fridays. There's something for the whole family. For more information, visit trentonthunder.com. The Trenton Thunder, big league future. Major League
0: fun.
5: Break three, you're out. I'm Riley Rivera, second baseman for Lawrence High. Catch America's pastime, high school style, on your Amazon Alexa on 107.7 The Bronc Retro to listen to your Cardinals play.
0: Welcome back to Cardinals Baseball here on 107.7 The Bronc Retro WRC2. I'm Chris DePonte here with Owen McCarron as we now enter the bottom of the fifth inning as the Cardinals made the last inning pretty quick as they now hope to put some runs up on the board here. And Brandon Falco has just been in his groove all day.
1: Yeah, Brandon Falco, you know, he's been shoving all five innings so far, you know, shutting down the Cardinals essentially to the tee. I mean, they've had a a few good at-bats. You saw Teak Toto last inning, try to get the Cardinals going right as I was mentioning. You know, this could be the first time they go down one, two, three. Thank God I was wrong. Uh, And that's why we, you know, we love Teak. He does a really good job there. It was a very strong and solid approach behind the plate. And um, are we hearing chirping from the dugout before the innings even started from the Cardinals is what I love to see, actually.
0: Cardinals going to be loud as they should be no matter what the score is man it's been a very impressive year by them so nonetheless they have the right to be loud in this type of setting where they're only down by two runs at that they're still in this game but uh 26 record on the year for the Lawrence Cardinals their most impressive record since 97 I mean they haven't made it this far since uh, who knows when so I mean this is the dream come true for a lot of Cardinals players fans family listening anyone watching as that I mean this is the year to wish for as a Cardinals fan it's been a while since they've been in this spot nonetheless Riley Rivera is at the plate for the Cardinals as he watches that first pitch go by for a strike next pitch by Falco is two outside so good
1: really good eye from Rivera there
0: Uh, his next pitch is in and it's foul tipped by Rivera Rivera as well choking up a bit up on the bat yeah, Something... I
1: think both teams have a, a, a really good grasp so far of the umpire's zone I mean you hear we talk about that quite a lot actually throughout the games
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean you, you like to do that a lot as well. like find that. Yeah, that it makes zone. you mad
1: <laughs> <It> <laughs> makes you mad seeing an umpire inconsistent or too wide too yeah. tight So it's good to see so far We haven't really heard too many complaints about a lot of the calls. You know umpires got a really good zone um, and you know, both teams do a really good job of seeing it and figuring it out already.
0: It's an important game, too, so you definitely don't want to mess up on the game like this.
1: Oh my god, if we had Stan as a plate umpire right now, everyone would be freaking out.
0: Everyone would be yelling.
1: Yes, yeah, Stan is a, a very notorious CBC umpire.
0: Riley Rivera strikes out, swinging there on that pitch, so right there, the first out on the inning for the Huskies. As now up at the plate will be the third baseman, Dan Drisga. He is a seven-hitter for this Lawrence Cardinals team. And nonetheless, I mean, he's had a pretty good pro-season run so far, and he puts the bunt down for that third baseman, man. Oh, a wild throw as the moment I say that. Drisga takes off to second, and he's going to stay there as he should. So a great, uh, just a great thought of an idea by Jim Mayer for Drisga to lay a bunt. I mean... I mean, don't get me wrong, over at third base there, we saw Gendy make a really good jump on that ball, but just a too wide of a throw in the first baseman not able to get to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's got to be a gimme, you know, especially when you got as good of a jump as Gendy did. Uh, that play has to be a gimme. You can't make that mistake. And the Cardinals are going to capitalize off it, as they should. And again, you know, it's a 2-0 game here. It's, it's nothing that they can't come back from. And we've seen hitters, especially on this team, um, in a lot worse positions come back, so
0: and dobkins gets that ball to the outfield mares and to send drisga home and it looks like drisga is going to make it for the first run for the cardinals and you can hear it from behind me loud so the freshman there drew dobkins the catcher gets contact on the ball and drisga is able to make it home so the cardinals are able to put one run up on the board score now is one two in favor of the huskies
1: see that's what i'm talking about you get that momentum flowing dobkin one of those hitters who we've seen come up in a lot of really clutch spots and that's exactly what he did just there.
0: I mean, that was huge. I mean, for a freshman at that, to just do that in a... I mean, that was in the beginning of the at-bat, too. Early in that bat we're still talking about Drisga's, uh It's bunt to second, and, and Dobkins just shuts this up and, and gets a run in the board. So they'll put a pitch runner in for Dobkins. I mean, not surprised by that. They'll put the freshman Aiden Poot in. And now up at the plate is the left fielder, Ben Pollock to keep this momentum alive for the Cardinals. Poot also has speed over at first base. Pollock swings at the first pitch, but it goes foul towards the Medowon dugout, and we hear the Cardinals dugout loud once again. It's what you love to hear, being a Cardinals fan. You know, just knowing that they're still alive in this game, and they were the whole time. It was only two to
7: zero.
0: That pitch, close, but I'm gonna call it a ball. For that's a a good eye right there. Pollock with the even count in the batter's box, Poot runs, and Poot's gonna make it to second safely, and Pollock will not make it to first on time. Nonetheless, the Cardinals officially have someone in runners po- in run in a scoring position. Pardon me. Yeah,
1: especially you know Gio Broga walking to the plate. That's starting hitter Gio Broga a very good hitter on this team. You know, out of his 60 at bats, he's got that 3.67 ERA. Uh, I mean, sorry, average with a uh, 20 hits total. So I mean, this guy's got nine RBIs. He's definitely got the potential to bring a runner in here.
0: Yeah, huge opportunity for the Cardinals here with the senior whoa. leader himself, Gio Brogol. And Owen saying whoa there. Whoa, whoa. Count is 1-0. oh you're scared. fouls that one back. So... Unless the Cardinals, I mean, are getting the bat to the ball a lot more now.
1: Yeah, they are. I mean, again, you make that adjustment earlier in the game. Uh, it's a very different story right now. You know, it did take them five, and thank God it did. Uh, they got it eventually. eventually. Yeah. You're starting to see them get the bat head out there earlier, start to really see the ball out of the hand and get some really good pieces.
0: Yeah, I mean, nonetheless, I mean, better late than never. The Cardinals still only one way, one run away from tying the game. That one behind Brogol. So Poot is now over at third. That one, A people were saying a hit helmet, but Brogo, not to phase as the ump again knew that. So the count is now 2-1 and one with a man over at third. So any ball that just allows Brogo to just get to first, obviously, except the walk, will 99.9% sure get put home. How are we feeling about some small ball here? Hey, man, I, I love the sound of that, man. That's, that's...
1: I'm not saying, you know, Gio Brogo, number one hitter, you know, obviously quick kid.
0: I was going to say that speed, man. <laughs> As we saw the catcher there, frustrated that he wasn't able to catch the ball there. So the Cardinals notice that and get loud as they should. So the count is now three-and-one. Brogel swings at that one and it goes foul. So now the count is three-two. This is this is the bat that you really want to win in your favor. I mean, Brogel walks, you got Deacon Moore up at the plate then. I mean Falco get the strikeout. That's huge for the Huskies. And it is a strikeout that Falco will get, and he's hyped. As the Cardinals leave one run up on the bags.
1: That's a high stress at bat there for Brogo. You know, he did everything he can. He put up a very good fight. Uh, Cardinals doing exactly what they can to, you know, stay loud, get in the kid's head. But uh, now all you've done is just give them a lot of momentum. You know, you saw how hyped he was coming off that inning. And, uh, you know, we're going to the sixth now. Cardinals, 2-1 ball game. It's Still anything can happen, yeah. and we've seen them come back from worse.
0: Yeah, yeah we've seen the Cardinals definitely come back from a whole different type of game so the game is still up in 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 the air, but we'll be back with more baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRC2.
2: Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops, sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style. Cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chop's renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops Barbecue with three locations: Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza Ewing. I'm Riley Rivera, second baseman for Lawrence High. Catch America's Pastime,
5: high school style, on your Amazon Alexa on 107.7 The Bronx Retro to listen to your Cardinals play.
0: Welcome back to Cardinals baseball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. I'm Chris Aponte here with Owen McCarron. As the Cardinals were able to put one run up on the board, so the Huskies still lead 2-1, but we are now in the top of the sixth here, so getting crunch time for both teams. The Huskies are able to cushion their lead. Or if the Cardinals are able to make a comeback. Nonetheless, we'll start the top of the six with Joey Bannon in the batter's box. Kellen Moore still in the on the mound as that first pitch is outside for a ball.
1: Yeah, I want to point out both pitchers reaching the low 70s in their pitch counts right now. So definitely looking to be, you know, for both teams, maybe a, a 7 inning battle all game.
0: Yeah, it's funny enough as you mentioned that the Huskies now have Andrew Gendy warming up so what The Cardinals could do I mean we don't really see their side of things But that is a ground ball to Robert Kelly and he's gonna dime it up to Aiden Crowley to get the first out of the inning But as you were just mentioning Owen, we've seen um, more and other games just just throw until the game's over, like not. The, 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 yeah, that. this kid
1: could go nine if he really wanted.
0: Yeah, that's like he could he could go ten at that if the the, the game will allow it. So yeah, we'll just see what, what what the Cardinals decide to do as he is their ace. But nonetheless, they still have other arms they could throw in the game. First pitch is in the zone for a strike.
1: And I want to compliment Kelly on his you know outstanding day in the infield today. We've seen him you know make questionable throw in the first thing there, but look what he did. You know he battled back. He's had a really good job defensively. shutting down. A lot of the hit balls that are coming his way
0: yeah Kelly's been dominant all year in that position so
1: and that's exactly what we need to have a shortstop you know it's a very yeah. crucial spot in the field those middle infielders and I think him and rather uh, Rivera are very uh, very good duo yeah
0: Rivera with the very beautiful backhand earlier this game as well nonetheless Kellen Moore is up on this count 0 two looking for a strike three and uh, as I mentioned that's a ground ball to Rivera He's going to get that ball in time to Crowley for the second out of the top of the sixth inning. So the Cardinals, I mean, seem to be grooving right now, but they need that bat to work one more time.
1: Yeah, you know, Rez, again, you mentioned right as you start talking about them, they definitely show up, they make good plays. Rivera making a very just routine play right there, getting that second out that's big.
0: So now up at the plate for the Maddow on Huskies is the first baseman, Sal Cassano. Kellen Moore still up at the plate, fixing his mound up a bit, just cleaning it up with his foot. And I mean, at this point, you want Moore on the mound here to get this last out of the inning and you just, you're back in the top of the order for the Cardinals. So you're just expecting to do what you did in the last inning and get some runs up on the board. But first you have to get through Cassano. So the first pitch by Moore is gonna be in the air toward Brogol, but Brogol, great read. Is going to bring that one in for the third out of the for an athlete. As we saw, Owen got a little jumpy there as it was a beautiful hit ball, but.
1: I mean, that's well a played. very hard swing on a good first pitch right there. I mean, oh my God, if I were counting, I would have been terrified off the bat. Again, you know, not a lot of drag from the wind there. Wind's actually blowing in, so thank God it died. And, you know, Brogel, again, outstanding in the outfield all day today, keeping everything in front, getting under him, getting really good reads. It's a great play. Um, we're getting into the crunch time now. You know, There's not a lot of baseball left for the Cardinals here. They got two more chances up at the plate to uh, you know, get two more here and take a lead and one more chance in the field to uh, shut down this Madawan team.
0: Yeah, it's going to be uh, really important to see what the Cardinals will do in the next few innings here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro
4: WRRC2. 107.7 The Bronx campus traditions are under in part by Maui Lu Hawaiian Barbecue, the official Hawaiian food truck of 107.7 The Bronx. Ah... The beauty of the islands. Cold drink in your hand and warm feet on the sand. Ugh... You might be a lifetime away from enjoying the paradise that is Hawaii, but you can experience the flavors and tastes of the sandwich islands here. Maui Lu Hawaiian Barbecue offers traditional island platters to give you the zesty tastes of the Pacific without the 10-hour flight. Try new and customary dishes that originated in the Aloha State, like Maui Lu's pulled pork lao lao. Or, how about the ultra-popular Loco Moco, a burger with white rice, fried egg, and gravy. The dedicated husband and wife team behind Maui Lu are on a mission to bring island vibes to the mainland and your next event. Follow and contact them on Facebook and Instagram at Maui Lu Hawaiian BBQ to cater to your private party, festival, special, or corporate event. Live your life with Aloha. Take five and hang ten.
5: Lawrence High School Baseball is a hit. Tap the Odyssey app to hear me, pitcher, Connor Crowley, and all the Cardinals play the season. Anywhere you are on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2.
0: Welcome back to Cardinals baseball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRRC 2. I'm Chris DePonte here with Owen McCarron as the Cardinals are now in the bottom of the sixth inning and they're only down by one run now. So a lot of momentum on the side here. So let's see if they're able to put anything up on the board as the Huskies are going to keep uh, Flacco on the on the mound here. I don't know. Why I keep confusing. I keep thinking Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco. <laughs> Not too sure why. He is the GOAT. Shout out to Tom mentioning that he's the GOAT. And I just want to give a big shout out to Tom as we heard his beautiful voice in the last commercial. And <laughs> next pitch is just, just outside. So the count is 2-0 and for Deacon Moore at the plate. The freshman. I mean, if he's able to get on the base, that'd be great. And we see Falco on the mound, you know, not able to be in his groove anymore. As he... That's a
1: good portion of the game right here. You know, Falco kind of falling out of his rhythm. Yeah, you know, just... three pitches straight.
0: Three straight balls. Make that four straight balls for Falco. So Deacon Moore will take first base, which is huge, especially being the first batter of the inning. Now up at the plate is the shortstop, Rob As the coaches coach is going to take a walk up on the mound. Let's see if he just talks to Flacco or uh, Falco or if he's going to bring Gendy up on the mound as Gendy was warming up the previous inning. I think it's going to talk, talk to him really quick.
1: Yeah, you know, if you're the coach, you're probably going to give your first attempt to at get him in his rhythm, get him another inning in, and hopefully, you know, finish this inning. That's what I mean. Um, Falco, although a very good and promising sign for the Cardinals, you know, going forward, back-to-back-to-back-to-back of to back to back to back balls, um, not even coming close to the zone. You know, if he's out of his rhythm and he's got that wild release point with the speed he has and he just can't strike the zone, that's that's a lot of good stuff for the Cardinals. At least there's a lot of really good potential to get back in this game. They're going to have to put in a new pitcher um, you know, we don't really know much about Jendy. Obviously, one of the next runners up on this team. I mentioned earlier the 49.1 innings pitched, you know, 58 Ks as well. So, obviously, a very talented kid.
0: Yeah, so now, coach, the Madowan coach, will take his trip back to the dugout and he'll leave Falco on the mound. Kelly shows bunt, but that one goes foul. Small ball by the Cardinals here. As we saw them do that earlier this year, they. Fell off a bit on the small ball type of mentality as they had a great year nonetheless still worked in their favor and that uh, was it throw back to Deacon we did see a lot, a lot of that in the Coltsville Colts net game Deacon running taken off that's a shot by Robert Kelly goes over And it gets over the fence for a ground rule double so a monster shot by Robert Kelly there. That's the that's the guy. I mean we expected to see that. So and there's no outs up on the board. So huge for the Cardinals there as that one right was a one hopper over the left field wall.
1: Yeah, that's huge. If they take a lead here, and I mean they are in that key part of our lineup. Teague, Kellen, I mean they have two extremely talented hitters coming up, you know, back to back right now. They got a lot of potential to, you know, tie the game, take the lead, and then continue on, get insurance runs here. And uh, Falco just can't seem to find his rhythm. I mean, he's not throwing as good as he was in those first five. You know, if they take the lead here, all they got to do is come, you know, shut out in that seventh inning. And we're going to the font.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's going to be huge for the Cardinals. Nonetheless, they have to get this run up on the board. So there's two men in scoring position for the Cardinals. You have Deacon Moore, who's just 90 feet away. So there's not much to worry about speed there. But Robert Kelly does have speed over at second base. Up at the plate is the cleanup hitter, Teague Toto, as he definitely wanted to launch that one.
1: Let's just talk about that shot as well from Robert Kelly. I mean, off the bat, I thought that ball was gone. Uh, Bit of a bad read from the left fielder out there. Uh, Sean Hart, uh, you know, only a junior, you know, staying a little bit too in on that ball.
0: So Teague Toto swings at that one. He chops it down, so he stays alive there, 0 2, as Falco is still on the mound for the Huskies.
1: The last thing you want to let happen now, if you're the Cardinals, is, you know, let go of this momentum. You're not obviously want to, you know, go three out three down here. You want to make sure you put on some damage.
0: That went too low. Gets behind the catcher. There, Deacon Moore's is going to stay over at third. And yeah, it was a close call. That one didn't go too far away from the catcher, so...
1: You know, maybe with a good jump he had it, but I think the the right play was keeping yeah,
0: him. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right idea in mind. There's My no
1: mind. outs, you know. There's no there's no reason to give him an out just in case.
0: Yeah, too risky of a call to, to send Deacon there, especially when the ball didn't even reach the back of the cage. Nonetheless, count is now one and two for Toto in the batter's box. Falco getting the pitch by his catcher. Toto stays alive there, fouling that one off behind our heads. So the count is one two now. We hear the Cardinals dug out loud in the batter's box. Is Teague Toto, what I just mentioned like four times.
1: Anybody you want up the plate right now, it's Teague Totem. I mean, he's got the ability to fight. Ooh.
0: <sighs> that one close, but they're going to call that one a ball. Toto's, <laughs> Toto's face not giving him that so, pitch yeah. is a
1: penalty in its own. And as a Cardinal broadcaster, I am in shock.
0: Yeah, you heard our emotions nonetheless. Count is now even at two and two for Toto. This ump has been very strict with the zone here today. That went way too high, so 3-2 count.
1: I'm not going to lie, Chris. If he gets on base, yeah, gets is, a hit or anything, uh, I think it's because of that call we just had.
0: Yeah, man. That was, Obviously,
1: I'm here for it, but uh, I can't help but think. That right, one pivotal call.
0: That was really close. Toto gets the bat to the ball. It's going to be a blooper down to the left field. They're going to send Deacon over. Deacon to a race over to the plate, and he he's in there. He's in there on time. So, a huge, huge play. Robert Kelly gets a third as well. So, wow, I can't believe he had it. We had like the perfect view on that as well. As Deacon just stuck his hand right under the catcher's arm and he was able to get in, his hand in before the ball. So, the Cardinals able to tie the game up 2 2, and you still have Robert Kelly over at third base.
1: Yeah, really good throw over in left field from Sean Hart, but you know, even better even better running from Deacon there. That's a great hit by T. Uh, I mean, it might not seem like it, even though it's just a little, you know, routine fly out to left field, but it's an RBI, man. It gets the job done. You tie your team up here.
0: Kellen Moore swings at the first pitch. There's one out, so Robert Kelly will score, and the Cardinals now have the lead as Kellen Moore is out. But, I mean, you can tell by his motion. He's obviously a fan. He doesn't care. Fan, That's an RBI. he's out? That's an RBI. The Cardinals take a 3-2 lead. This is insane, man. I mean, Falco is having his day up on the mound all game. And then come the fifth inning, the Cardinals crack his code. And inning, they just disrupt it. Nonetheless, Rivera chops it to Falco on the mound, and he beams it over the first base. So the Cardinals now only three outs away from the state finals, which is crazy to think about. They were just down. I mean, it's only two runs. Not a lot in baseball. Yeah, it's only two runs. Nonetheless, let's keep the composure before. We, I mean, our emotions gonna be high, but... Cardinals have to compose themselves That there's still three more outs to be played by the Cardinals to head to the States. But we'll be back with more baseball here on 107.7, the Bronx Retro WRRC2. We have Kellen walking back to the mound. There's no need for a commercial break in these important moments here today. Kellen just taking a little, oh, he's walking to the ball. I thought he was going to take a little walk around the mound. I mean, he just gave the team the leading run. He gave the team the leading run. And, I mean, it's, it's huge. as We have Robert Kelly bias as well, you know, just a little finger jam. Seems like finger jam. Oh, he cut his finger. Hey, he'll be all right. He'll be back on the field in one quick second. Three more outs to be played here today to get to Band-Aid. So, so the Cardinals here trying to get back into the zone. But we'll be back with more baseball here at 107.7 The Bronco Retro WRC2.
6: Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams, delicious! Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salad, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Vocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's vocellipizza.com. That's vocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, Twenty-nine. dollars Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Vochelli Pizza, pizza done right.
0: Welcome back to Cardinals baseball here in on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRC2. As we are now in the top of the seventh inning. Colin Moore is still on the 9 for the Cardinals, looking for a shutout. Here as the Cardinals did take the lead the previous inning, three-two is crazy if you were listening to me. Uh, but nonetheless, to pop fly by the batter, Burgos going to come in for that one and call it. For the first out of the inning, so the Cardinals, two outs away from the state finals. That was at the plate, the DH hitter Brian McCartan. So the Cardinals just put down the sixth hitter, so now they'll face a seven hitter, Mark Kovac, the right fielder number 43. Um, but but that that was a huge inning. I'm just that's hard to get out of my mind. Deacon Moore, right there, getting his hand in just in time, and then you have Kellen Moore, the pitcher, just grounding out. But Robert Kelly's able to score for the lead. Uh, really? The runner, the batter there. Tried to check his swing, but he goes all the way. So.
1: It's a good call by the umpire there, seeing that bat cross the plate.
0: The count is 0 1 now, two outs away from the state finals for the Cardinals. This is historic year for them if they're able to do this. I mean, it's incredible. Their game will be played this Friday if they win. The winner of this game will play Friday. Yeah, you know, watching, growing up, watching all the games, like you're trying to anticipate the winner, but now commenting it, you have to like. Oh, wow, I just have a lot of emotions as well. Just watching the Cardinals play all year. It's crazy They're able to make the finals. That one, a ball to Rivera. and he's able to throw the ball over the first on time. So Jim Mayer hyped as well, as he should be. Only one out away from making the state finals. It's his first year as a Cardinals coach, as they did not have a good year at all last year. Now they're only one out away from completing this unreal type of season so far. But the batter that they have to face, or Kellen Moore has to face, is Chris Galasso, the shortstop. First ball in for a strike, so two strikes away for the Cardinals. This is this is insane, man. This is insane. Two two strikes for Kellen, and the the, the batter swings there on that check swing, so one pitch away, <laughs> Coach Mayer. I mean. He's hype. Everyone's hype. You, I mean, you hear. I mean, they're, they're quiet behind us just because trying to make sure their pitcher's good on the mound. But you can hear the emotion by everyone. So, one more pitch by Kellen Moore in the zone. First strike, obviously. That's a foul ball. That one looked like it was going to be to Drisga, but it goes foul. So, he Chris Galasso stays alive in the batter's box. So the count is now 0-2, or was 0-2? Will stay 0-2. Nonetheless. The tying run is at the plate for the Huskies. There's no one on the backs. Just two outs, two strikes. Pitch by Moore. is a... Ooh. Another ground ball to the coaches in the Cardinals' dugout.
1: Yeah, it's a good fight out there by Galasso. So, you know, Kellen Moore obviously hungry for another seven innings pitch to get his team the win here.
0: I mean, man, I'm hyped. I mean, I'm just trying to comment. I'm hyped for the Cardinals there, but I, I want to rush the field and go crazy with them if they get this win nonetheless. That pitch too low. Need to shut up and let let him do his work. So, count is now one and two for Kellen on the mound.
1: Yeah, I mean, also the Cardinals have a lot of room to work with here. You know, even if anything were to happen, they have another offensive um, appearance at the plate. Yeah. And the Madawon, like they're very deep in their lineup right now. Nobody on, two outs.
0: Yeah, this is the eight hitter for the Huskies. This pitch by Moore is in and swung on high.
1: It's going to be foul. Yeah,
0: it's going to go out of play. So the count remains 1-2. and two. Galasso here definitely trying to win. You hear the Cardinals coach winning, yelling to Kellen Moore to win. I mean, nonetheless, if he wins this at-bat, he wins a trip to the state finals. So, I mean, it's a huge, huge at-bat here. You see the fans, you see the family all hyped out for Kellen Moore here on the mound. So, we'll repeat this 1-2 and two at-bat. This one and two count, Kellen Moore delivers that one in the air towards Teak Toto, and he will bring that in. And the Cardinals come out huge here with a huge win over the Madawan Huskies in this incredible season here so far. And pull out this victory, Kellen Moore with a stellar performance on the mound, in the batter's box, everywhere you can think about the Cardinals as well. I mean, Owen, man, wow, what a game. Yeah, that's really impressive
1: stuff. I mean, you watch them battle back the entire game up until that fifth inning run. I mean, that sixth inning run right there. I mean, they were literally in crunch time. There was not much baseball left to be played. And you know what? They went up there, and they did an absolutely stellar job. You see Robert Kelly come out with that very clutch ground rule double, you know, getting the one from Falco. And Falco did everything he could as a pitcher to, you know, put the team on his back today. He was essentially shut down for five innings straight there. Um, you know, he just didn't have his flow going into the sixth there and you know maybe the best bet was putting in a new pitcher. You know, maybe putting Genji yeah. in or Genji in would have been good. You know, you kinda throw off the Cardinals a bit, but you know, they were they got his number and they figured him out quick enough to put up three runs. You know, it's not much. You only won by one, yeah. but you know a win is a win, and this is a very important win for this Cardinals team and I'm I'm very glad they got it.
0: You sneak by, get the job done, that is all that matters for the Cardinals. So nonetheless, the Cardinals move on to the state finals. This is incredible to say. But we'll be back here with the most valuable cardinal and a deeper description on how this game went. So stay tuned here on 107.7 The Bronco Retro WRRC2.
2: Lawrence High School Football and Baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst. With their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops Barbecue with three locations: Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza Ewing. 1077 The Bronx campus traditions are underwritten in part by the Miller
5: Keystone Blood Center. In Ewing did you know that every two seconds someone in the US requires a blood transfusion oh and here's another interesting fact 25% of the population will require a blood transfusion in their lifetime. The simple reality is, there is no substitute for blood. The only source is a volunteer blood donor. 40% of the population is eligible to donate blood. However, only 4% do. Here's what you need to know. Anyone who is in good health, 16 years of age or older, and weighs 110 pounds or more, is the most likely eligible to donate blood. I know you're probably wondering, how can I get involved? If you or someone you know is interested in becoming a donor, Miller Keystone Blood Center in Ewing is the perfect place to donate. For more information, call Miller Keystone Blood Center at 1-800-BA-DONOR or log on to giveapint.org to schedule an appointment. Your blood, their hope. Miller Keystone Blood Center.
6: Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams, delicious! Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salad, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Vocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's vocellipizza.com. That's vocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, Twenty-nine. 98 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right.
9: 1077 The Bronx campus traditions are underwritten in part by TCC's Hibachi Truck, the official Japanese food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Is there anything more satisfying than the savory flavors and tastes of freshly grilled hibachi? The sizzle of the food, the performance of the chefs. Now that experience is coming straight to your next event, introducing TCC's all-new hibachi food truck, so you can serve Japanese grilled cuisine at any event your appetite desires. TCC's garlic fried rice, yaki noodles, and hibachi chicken are flavorful, classic Japanese dishes to enjoy whether you are new to hibachi or are a hibachi pro. To schedule TCC's new hibachi food truck to cater your next birthday bash, wedding, or corporate event, And to order authentic hibachi by phone, it's 609-201-8656. To learn more about TCC's new hibachi food truck, follow them on social media at TCC Hibachi on Instagram and Facebook. For mobile Japanese hibachi at its best... Anywhere and everywhere you want, the first choice is TCC's new hibachi food truck. The
3: ball game has concluded and the players are getting on the bus. But hold on a sec. Who is the player of the game? And what exactly went right or wrong? Regardless if Lawrence won or lost, we're about to find out as we pass the mic back to Chris Aponte and Trey Wright to dissect and analyze today's product on the field. This is the Lawrence Cardinals Post Game Rundown, only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro.
0: Welcome back to the Cardinals post-game show here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. I'm Chris DePonte here with Owen McCarron, and we have two most valuable Cardinals of the day. We have shortstop Robert Kelly and pitcher uh, Kellen Moore. So a great game by both of you as well, Kellen on the mound, and Kelly uh, over at shortstop and in the batter's box as well, coming in clutch. So first of all, I want to congratulate both of you on making the state finals. I've been saying this all year. It's been an incredible season. Now you guys are officially 21-6 and six on the year. I mean, this is Mind-blowing for me to say as well. I wouldn't have expected you guys to have a year like this, so congratulations. Oh, yeah, thank you. No thank problem. So first question for you, Rob. Uh, you know, coming off, you didn't have the greatest of throws to start off the game, and I was really <laughs> surprised by that, I'm going to be honest. But you got your groove. You found everything back there. You were able to score the lead, the leading run for the Cardinals here at the end, which is huge. So, I mean, how do you feel, man? How are your emotions, and how's your finger? I know you got cut. Oh, my finger's
5: good. I just accidentally cleated it. But, I mean, yeah, uh, first play of the game, you know, nerves are rushing, but... I uh, was able to find my groove, and, you know, Manawan, very good team, hit a bunch of balls hard. I think I was able to make the plays. So was the team. Uh, we were able to produce at the plate, and I got a pitch. I mean, that kid was a really good pitcher, but he left me a pitch, and uh, I was able to capitalize, and, you know, it all paid off in the end.
1: Yeah. yeah, man, what's it like knowing that you got one more season here with this very talented group of guys? I mean, you guys put on an unthinkable performance today, you know, essentially battling back the entire game up until that sixth there, and now you got one more season with this group.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's
5: crazy. Um, I haven't really thought about next year. I'm mainly focused on this year. I'm trying to trying to go as far as possible,
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, do what we can. Right. Yeah, and Kellen, I mean, you know, obviously going seven innings. I feel like everybody knew you'd be on one more time, man. You did a really good job out there today. You know, starting off, shutting them down. You know, again, what was your headset, uh, your mindset going into this game?
5: Oh, I, before the ending, I said to Coach Mayer when we were going out to hit in the bottom of the sixth, I said, We're going to get the lead here and I'm going back out. And it's just faith in my guys. My defense behind me had an amazing game. Drew, Rob,
0: Danny, Riley, all the guys. I just know with those guys behind me, we have a chance to win games. Yeah. Yeah. Great game on the mound, Kellen. I want to give you props. You, you played outstanding. I mean, they were able to get two runs up on the board, but, you know, I was something I was saying. I wanted to see how you were able to control. And you're able to con- control yourself and, and find composure and, and still deliver all game and find that. So, congratulations on that. But for my question, I mean, in the batter's box, that was huge. I saw you just grounded out, but your emotion, man, you did not care about anything. So how did you feel getting that run, knowing that you threw, threw, I mean, an outstanding game, the whole game, and then you got that 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 leading run in yeah the kid we faced he was a heck of a pitcher
4: he was
5: an awesome pitcher and we knew that we were going to have to grind out at bats so that last at bat saw a runner on third one out i knew my job was to just get the ball in play give us a chance to score a run and i mean I-, I hit it like 20 miles an hour it wasn't the hardest hit ball but it did a job and that's what we were looking for yeah it did it. Yeah, it did
9: yeah you matter. know it gets the
1: job done it's it's a little uh eh, but it gets it done yeah. and you guys came out with a great win congratulations <laughs> to both of you you know go be with your team celebrate this and uh, we can't b- wait to be there with you guys on friday as well yeah,
0: yeah we'll so. be back here friday thank you guys so. for having us yeah, Thank yeah, you guys. See you guys here on Friday. And uh, pleasure. So that'll thank be you. it from me and Owen here on 1077 oh, The Bronx Retro. WRC will be back uh, this Friday, so stay tuned for that. And thank you guys for listening here on 1077 The Bronx Retro. WRRC 2 this concludes
3: today's game and broadcast thanks for tuning into our coverage of Lawrence high School baseball only on 1077 the Bronx retro miss the broadcast don't worry for an archive of previous games future broadcast schedules, and further information head on over to our website 1077thebronnk.com lhs baseball Lawrence High School baseball is underwritten by Vocelli pizza now serving their famously delicious the ball game has pizza concluded and, and the players sauce are getting on the bus this concludes today's, and today's game and, and broadcast. broadcast thanks for tuning into our coverage of Lawrence High school baseball, 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 baseball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Miss the, the broadcast, don't worry. TJ Neiman, plays select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC 2. Listen online at 1077thebronx.com. This concludes today's game and broadcast. Thanks for tuning in to our coverage of Lawrence High School Baseball only on 107.7 The Bronc Retro. Missed the broadcast? Don't worry. For an archive of previous games, future broadcast schedules and further information, head on over to our website 107.7TheBronc.com slash LHSBaseball. Lawrence High School Baseball is underwritten by Vocelli Pizza. Now serving their famously delicious family pizza and garlic sauce recipes in Lawrenceville. To order, pick up, or delivery, it's VocelliPizza.com. And by Pork chops Barbecue, freshly prepared home-style barbecue, authentic Portuguese cuisine, and even bubble teas in Ewing. For more information, it's pcbbq.com. Let's drive in the deep left field back to the classic hits of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s live from Ryder University's Radio World Magazine featured spectacular radio studios now.
0: That's the
4: game! <laughs> microphone, check, micro, microphone, check up, microphone, check
0: microphone, microphone, check microphone, Microphone check up. Microphone check up. Rig <laughs> a